welcome to Burning the Edge. We would like to welcome to the tea our host, Mr. Arthur Miller Jr. Thank you for listening to the Burning the Edge podcast. Today we're going to be continuing our conversation with Jody Barrett, the national tour owner, one of the national tour owners. Part one was last week, part two this week. We're continuing our conversation about the how the tour got started, the things that are coming up. How did they get the private courses to allow us to play on them? Hey, man, I, I absolutely love it. Your idea, the plan for the players, by the players, you know, like y'all transparency, the, the ability that y'all have been able to get us on private courses, you know, like when I saw TBC San Antonio, I was on there, I was like, man, I don't care what I got to do. I'm going, you know, I, it was, you know, the price was whatever it was, you know, but I was like, man, they're going to, the pros are going to be playing there in three weeks from there. Right. How could I not miss, take that opportunity, man? I just, I couldn't, you know, and I said, I got to jump on that one. And there's so many others on the schedule. I wanted to do, um, I think it's Whistling Straits. I oh, think yeah. it's 4th of July. I wanted to do that one. I, I'm like, man, this is just too much, you know. I'm like, come on. Seven, seven weeks prior to the Ryder Cup, we're we're gonna be on Whistling Straits on the same golf course. They'll already have, they'll have uh, grandstands and everything up, just like when you went to the same, yeah. You know, you know, they had the grandstands up. They had yeah. the hospitality tent behind the 18th green there at TPC San Antonio. We'll see the same thing at, at Whistling Straits with the Ryder Cup again, seven weeks before the Ryder Cup, and uh, you know, it's just amazing. Um, it is. You know, honestly, I, I have to give all kinds of credit to Pinehurst. Um, our growth and, 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 you know, how rapidly we've we've been able to kind of create a niche and, and, you know, get a following. Pinehurst really was the key to all of that. They're, they were the linchpin. And, and when I called them up, uh, I think I called Pinehurst in May. Of, of 2020 and I said and I got through to the guy that was doing you know their big tournaments and events and said hey I got a, I got a, a question for you a concept here and and I want to see if you're interested and so you know he most of these places have had these amateur tours come and and be on their property and and to be honest with you, it, we don't have a great reputation. The amateur right. tour market does not have a great right. reputation because usually when they come into these big resorts, they'll, they'll, they'll be six, seven hour rounds and right. it just gums up the golf course and they don't make as much money because, you know, you, you've taken up their golf course for the entire day. Right. Most, most of the, of these big pro- public resorts like this have got a, a finely tuned machine of cranking tee times and keeping people moving throughout the course of the day. Right. The last thing they want is somebody, you know, taking five minutes over a three, three foot putt, uh, yeah. read it from both sides of the hole and all that. Yeah. Because, you yeah, know, that's they, the last they, thing they I want to so they get the next guy out there. Yeah. That's the last yeah. thing I want to. Cause I'm like, come on, man. They don't yeah. Right. So, so when I called Pinehurst in, in May of, of 20 and I kind of pitched our, our model to him and what we were doing and, uh, you know, a big, a big thing that I was selling was this emphasis on pace of play and how, how we were going to fix the pace of play problem for the, for the Amtour. And, you know, he, he, 
probably should have laughed at me <laughs> and hung up on me or told me, Hey buddy, that's, that's a great idea. Call me in a couple of years after you've actually, you know, done something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, all I had, this was May. We hadn't even launched yet. So all I had was St. Louis. We had 150 members and one tour. And I was telling him all sorts of, oh, we're going to be huge. And we're going to have all these members. I had nothing, no, no, nothing to sell. And you know what? He was, you know, he loved the vision. He loved the ideas and, and the things that we talked about. And, and, you know, I think the background that, that Matt and I have from our experiences, both as players and, and as business owners, I think is, um, you know, went a long way and, you know, I can't say enough about a uh, guy's name is Bray Garski uh, that, that we've been working with. And he's just been a, a big supporter and a fan of what we're doing. And, uh, you know, being able to, to go to everybody that we were talking to about, you know, coming along with us and, and coming on this journey with us as soon as we threw Pinehurst out there, they were like, well, wait, what? Right. <laughs> wait, what? You got yeah. Pinehurst? Right. Like, yeah, man, we got Pinehurst. <laughs> So, and I, and then that's opened up all these other doors too. So when you call TPC San Antonio and you say, Hey, we're the amateur players tour. We, we're a national organization. We're going to have tournaments all over the country. And our national championship is at Pinehurst in October. They're like, wait, you got Pinehurst. <laughs> right. And so it's, it's really made it uh, much more um, palatable for people to come and, and consider to listen to us and talk to us and, um, you know, from that standpoint, we owe a great deal, uh, a great debt of gratitude to Pinehurst for giving us a shot. And I'm excited to to share that place with, with everybody because, you know, I've, I've run into members now in, you know, 10, 12 different states that I've been to for our events and everybody to, you know, everybody I've talked to, every event I've gone to is, man, how do I get to Pinehurst? Right, how right. How do I get to Pinehurst? right. So it that's that was really I think the linchpin. You know, I'd love to say that that Matt and I are brilliant and <laughs> we're, we're magicians and do all these wonderful, amazing things, but it wasn't that. It was it, you know, we had a good idea, but we also had a, a big a big partner in the background that was, you know, looking over our shoulder saying, Yeah, these guys are okay. Yeah. So <laughs> so you used the big fish to 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 get out a big other fish, huh? That's it. <laughs> so yeah. I was going to ask you about your negotiation tactics, but I see what you did now. I know how to do it now. Well, you know, hey, it's a little bit, it's about 90% salesman and 10% just being honest with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a good salesman. I'm, I, I let somebody else do their part. I hear you. All I can tell them about is my experience. That's all I can tell. I guess that's all it is being a salesman, though. Huh? You got to sell them on your experience and tell them it's going to be the best thing for them. Huh? That's right, man. You got to yeah. find what they're looking for. And, and you know, fortunately or unfortunately, depending upon your perspective, <clears throat> 2020 was phenomenal for the golf world. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, very tragic thing that has happened in our country and, and a lot of Across people. the world. Yeah. loved ones and um you know it's been a very difficult thing for our country to go to go through so i don't want to be light-hearted about that absolutely but from a golf standpoint the golf business is booming absolutely um, i mean golf courses that were on the verge of bankruptcy are just rolling in cash now uh, which is great for golf courses 
it's a little bit hard for guys that are trying to right. sell, you know, tee times. Right. You know, it was it was a lot easier for us to call a golf course up that was struggling to fill their tee times and say, hey, I can bring you 80 guys on a Saturday in prime time in, in your big window of, of selling. And they'd be like, yeah, sure, please. Where do you right. you know, Here's my, here's our contract. Please right, sign. Right, right. Um, now it's like, well, you know, we don't really need any extra play. Right. And, oh, by the way, that round that we sold you last year for $40 a man, it's going to be 60 or $55 a man this time. Yeah. You know? And so things, things have changed a lot in the last 18 months. But uh, for the most part, you know, it, the guys that we've gotten to come along with us as, as chapter owners, um, a lot of them already had good, solid relationships with golf courses they were working at. And um, that, you know, this business is no different than any other business. You know, you ask me what our negotiating skills are. It's, there's certain amount of negotiating and salesmanship that goes along with it, but it's really relationships, man. It, right. It's, you, you build relationships with people that, that work at these golf courses and you treat them with respect and you do what you say you're going to do. Right. Um, and if you establish that reputation, then they answer your calls when you call back next Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Because they deal with so many yahoos that don't know what they're doing. They're yeah. running the local scramble or the, you know, the rotary club you know, tournament and, or some charity deal that they've never run a golf tournament before. And it's yeah. just, it's such a burden on them and their staff. And it, you know, they invariably ends up being a, just a fiasco. And so, it's a it is a relief to them to get people that that come to run tournaments like Bart and Chris and Joe and and Russ down in Birmingham that that they know what they're doing you know right. they've got years of experience doing it um and the golf courses know that they don't have to worry about things um when they've got when they've got our organization on their property so right Right. You know, and, and it goes the same way for the players. Um, you know, that's one of the things that Matt and I have been very diligent about is making sure that, you know, we're transparent and we're up open and, and honest with the players and, and what, you know, what we say we're going to do, we do. And, you know, that alone is, is how we've, we've been able to, kind of generate a, a following so so far so yeah um you know it, it now it's we, we laugh all the time that we're kind of like the dog that's caught the car you know we've been chasing <laughs> it now for for a year yeah uh, and we've caught the car now we don't know what to do with it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i love the, that you guys come to the tournaments man y'all sit around and hang out and you know, you, it ain't like y'all sitting up in the penthouse looking at, you know, the players down on the course. You know, y'all actually sit around and hang out. And, I mean, if you didn't – if somebody didn't tell you, yeah, they wouldn't know that y'all were the tour directors. You know, you would think that y'all were just the guys setting up the tournament and playing and everything else, you know. And I love yeah, that about it. And it's funny. I've been going around to – you know, Matt and I have been traveling around. One of the things that, that he and I have wanted to do and is make sure that we get to at least one event in every chapter in across the country. And so just to be able to, you know, see the guys say hello, say thank you for, for joining. 
uh, guys and gals. Sorry, I get yelled at for that. It's, yeah, it's just a term of art, ladies. I oh yeah, think by it. All right. Um, but yeah, this, to see the members and and say hello and look them in the eye and shake their hand and thank them for joining and ask them if there's anything that we need to be working on and and get feedback. If we don't go out into uh, into the field, so to speak, and and talk to our customers, I don't know how we're ever going to know what it is that that they're looking for and, and what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. And so, you know, honestly, every time, I, at least the last several times I've been, the, the local chapter owners make a big deal about announcing me or, or Matt. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've got the national owners here today. Yeah. And every time I'm like, man, just, hey, keep that on the download. Yeah. We don't to, I'll introduce myself and we can talk about it afterwards, but I don't, you know, I don't want anybody nervous on the first tee because they're playing with the national owner. And so, yeah. <laughs> again, like yesterday, I was playing with with uh, two Division Four guys and a Division Five guy. And and you know, three holes in, Russ comes by and he's like, "Hey, you know, you're playing with the national owner." And they're like, "What? Really? I didn't know that." <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the mood changed. I was like, yeah. "Guys, it's okay. Yeah. I'm the same guy that just." made a double on the last hole. It's okay. <laughs> Just relax. Have fun. Yeah. It wasn't Tim, was it? Tim Harmon. Uh, Tim was in the group in front of me. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to hit into Tim all day long. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy, man, down on the Birmingham tour. We played together a few times. I like Tim. Uh, he, I was playing with uh, Don Hamlet and... I met Bobby, Don before. Uh, Bobby... Arigi or Arigi and Jason Islay. So three good dudes, man. Yeah. We had a great time. I think I, I had the low round in the group at, at a, as an 86. So we hit it a lot. We didn't, none of us, I, none of us played really well, but we yeah. had a great time. Yeah. 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 I know Don. Don is a good player. He, uh, he was, I think he still is. He might be in division five, I guess, or either division four, I'm sure. Old Air Force guy, I got to yeah. talk a little bit about that. You know, that's one of the fun things too about getting out and playing in all these different events around the country. You get to meet people and talk to them about their background. And you know, there's so many veterans that I've met that that have you know done time serving our country and and even been overseas and done different yeah. things. And, you know, it's just very impressive to meet people that like that. I I, I played in in the last six months since we did this i think our first event was a four ball event up in at uh belterra casino in on the indiana kentucky line so was, and that was either late november maybe maybe mid-november of last year so since that that event all the way through yesterday i mean i've played with people that work 40 hour weeks punching a time clock and I've played with some people that have got multiple zeros after right. their, you know, in their bank account. Right? right. And they all, you wouldn't know it unless you sat there and started having a conversation with them. Right. You know, they all just love to play the game. Right. They like to, you know, most of them like to have a beer or two while they're doing it, uh, tell stories and jokes and, you know, just cut up and have a good time. And yeah. it's, it's just a great, great group of people from like i said from from south carolina to california and all the way up to canada it's just a a fantastic group of people that that we all kind of share this one thing in common yeah 
So man, so what what I guess <laughs> since y'all plan has been blown out of the proportion for the end of 2021. So I guess what have y'all changed that plan or are you focusing on 2022 or what what does that look like? Well, obviously, you know, we're still working on on 21. We've got uh, a, a good bit of our national schedule left, our, our major schedule. Um, and, and, you know, just to kind of give your listeners a, a background of, of our events, how many there are and, and how it works. Um, the last last count, I think I looked at, there are over 515 events on the Amateur Players Tour this year. Wow. Um, and of those, the they're almost all run by local chapter owners, with the exception of the national majors. And the national majors, Matt and I run and operate those with our staff. And so we've already we started that back in January at Orange County National with a four ball event, mm-hmm. which is you know two man team competition. And then we had the TPC San Antonio. Um, two-day event that was a, a national major as well, and that was an individual stroke play event. And so coming up in Memorial Day weekend, uh, we've got a really big weekend coming up. We'll have two majors going on at two different parts of the country, uh, one at PGA West playing the stadium course and the Nicholas course, I believe, and then one here in Nashville at my home club at Greystone. We're calling that the Pub Links because Greystone's a, a public course. And then – Coming up, you already mentioned 4th of July weekend. We have the, the national major at Whistling Straits. And then Labor Day weekend in August, end of August, we'll, we'll be doing the uh, the Western major at Troon North. And Troon North, man, the two courses, they're unbelievable. Really? Um, but then in connection with, the, with that, we're going to do a Friday shootout optional skins game anybody that wants to get in it at tpc san antonio or tpc scottsdale so you know the course where they have the the right. 16th yeah. hole the yeah. stadium built around and all that we're going to be able to play that on that friday as part of that event wow and then all of that we in addition to those uh those are all stroke play individual stroke play events we have a match play event that we're doing the first weekend in june at victoria national uh, and Victoria National, man, that place is unbelievable. It's it's the host of the Corn Ferry Tour finals. They've got a ten year contract with the Corn Ferry Tour to host the finals there. Yeah, um, place is unbelievable. And then we have a senior major uh, that we're doing. It's a two day senior only. So anybody in in our tour, anybody that's fifty and above is considered a senior. So senior major, two days only two private clubs that you can't play otherwise unless you're part of our tour or, or you've been asked to, to play as a, as a guest of a member uh, in the Chattanooga area at Black Creek Club and also at Lookout Mountain Golf Club, which is Seth Rainer course that he built, one of the last courses he built before he died. So, man, that's awesome, man. That's, yeah, I, that's a great lineup. So I swear. I don't, I don't know how you get any better than that unless you're playing on the PGA Tour, man. <laughs> You know, well, I, I tell you, it's it's a high bar, but I can I can't start commenting yet about 2022. Yeah. But we're going we're going to pass that bar in 22. We've got some unbelievable things lined up already. And our 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 North American championship is going to be amazing. 
Um, we've got another national championship that we're going to add to the rotation. Um, and we're also going to have some additional opportunities for some seniors uh, along the way. So our, our 22 national schedule is going to be unbelievable. Man, that is awesome, man. I'm just glad to see it growing like that. It's, it's just unbelievable, man. So uh, you mentioned that y'all run the, the majors. I mean, how does that – so what would you say – let me ask you this. What would you say to someone that's thinking um, – my game is not up to play on the amateur tour. What would you say to them to convince them otherwise? Well, I'd say come play around with me if you want to feel better about your golf game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, seriously. Um, you know, that's the beautiful thing about the, the amateur players tour is, you know, we have a flight for everybody. Um you don't have to be a scratch player or, or even a, a single digit handicap in order to compete and have a good time. I mean, uh, you know, you can have two Corvettes racing against each other, or you can have two Toyota Tercels racing against each other. <laughs> it's still going to be a good race. Right. 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 It's, it's going to be doing it at two different speeds. Same thing for, for golfers, man. You know, if, if you're a guy that struggles to break 90 uh, or a gal, either one, you can still compete against other people that's, that have that same skill set or, or that are at that same point in their game. Right. Um, sur- surely you don't want to come out and play against, you know, Ed McDougal there in Memphis. Right. Who's gonna shoot even par or right. under every round. <laughs> right. But, but, you know, you can come out and shoot 90 and still win a gift card. Right. Still maybe make a, a birdie and win a, a, a skin, skin, a super yep. skin, and walk away from the golf course with three, four, five hundred dollars in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be the best player in the world in order to, to compete and have a good time. And, and honestly, you know, what I tell people a lot, I, I've helped a lot of people, you know, through lessons or, you know, bring people to the game and, and try to encourage them to play. And what I tell them all the time is play with people better than you, man. Don't, don't play with, don't play with somebody who's worse than you because it makes you feel better. Right. But play with people that are better than you because you're going to learn something. Every single time you go play around a golf right. somebody that's better than you, you're going to pick up some tip or, or, you know, either a swing tip or something with a grip or the way they putt or just the way they think, the way right. they look at a hole or a shot and, and they're going to do something and go, Hey man, how'd you do that? And then they don't think anything about it, but you ask them and then they tell you, and then you log that into your, your data bank. And right. so I'd say the same thing for somebody who thinks they're not good enough to come out and play in a tournament, man, that's just, that's just because you don't know, you know, come out and try it. Uh, you know, have a good time and just come out with the right mindset of, Hey, I don't care if I'm win if I win this first event that I'm playing in, I just want to come see what this is about and see it, you know, see if it's fun. I'd say there's a really, really good shot. You're going to meet some people that you enjoy playing with. You're going to have a really good time. And we hope that you'll come back and, and try it again, because the more times you do it, the more comfortable you get and you, you'll see your game start getting better and better and better. Absolutely. You do it. Absolutely. Well, man, I appreciate you, man. I don't want to take up all your evening, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Tell man, I appreciate you hooking me up and making sure that uh, we got this taken care of. And 
I'm just excited about this year. Hopefully I can get a wind under my belt so I can uh, be at Pinehurst for sure. But I'm going to get there. It doesn't matter. You know, one way or another, I'm going to be there. Well, that's awesome. Arthur, I hope to see you soon, maybe uh, maybe at Colonial next Monday. And uh, I appreciate you having us on and all the support you've given to, to the Amateur Player Store. And anytime you, you want somebody to come on here and fill up some time, you give me a shout. I'll be happy. Oh, man. I, 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 I'm going to hold you to that now. Hey, anytime. All right, man. I'll come on. All right. I appreciate it, man. You have a good evening, man. All right. I'll see you at Colonial for sure, though. And uh, I'm going to be at Greystone, too. So I'll see you both of them. Awesome. We'll have a great time. Hey, bring your your best driver because we're going to have a long drive competition on Friday night. Oh, really? Okay, then. I got you. We'll have skins game on, uh, you know, practice round skins game on Friday. And then that evening, we're going to have back patios all set up. We'll have food and some music and stuff. And then we're going to do a long drive competition, firing drives down back down the nine fairway. Oh, man. I got to bring my camera, too, then. And we're going to yeah, do all man. that. Bring your camera, bring yeah. your phone, all that stuff. Yeah, I got you. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. All right, buddy. All right, have a good one, man. You, too. All right. Thank you for listening to our conversation with Jody Baird. I hope you got to know Jody a little bit better. He's always on Facebook with Zoom calls, him and Matt. Thank you again, Matt, for setting this up. Uh, Again, if you're considering or thinking about joining the tour, go ahead and just try it out. That's all you got to do is try it out. And I I guarantee you're going to meet some people that you're going to love. And you're going to enjoy the competition, the competitive side of it. Again, if you have any questions, you can email me at burningtheedge at att.net. And I'll be glad to answer any questions that you have, any concerns, we can talk about them. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. Leave comments, what you don't like, what you do like. Thank you again for listening.